When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Good Risings, I'm Brian, and this is Grateful Grains. Happy Monday. Jackie is taking the next few weeks off to spend time with her new baby boy, so I'll be flying solo for a bit, but don't fret, she will return. This week, we're taking a closer look at what it means to be human, and we're getting it started today with our ability to perceive. We've spoken at length about the importance of cultivating awareness in our lives as a tool to overcome psychological turmoil, to better understand ourselves and the world beyond us, to better navigate relationships, or even just to help us stick to goals. And we've recently explored just how miraculous a thing it is that we're here experiencing consciousness at all. Today, we're taking a closer look at our ability to perceive what it means about our nature and its impact on our life. Perception comes in two parts. First, it's our ability to recognize or become aware of something. And second, it's our interpretation of that something. It's important to understand that our minds always interpret. That's to say that every single thing our eyes take in, our brains then label and judge. Every tree, every car, the wires of a telephone pole, to the people passing by. We're taking in every aspect of the world around us, perceiving the space beyond us, often without any effort at all. What makes this innate ability so interesting is that while we all share it, it's also completely and utterly personalized. That's because from the moment our brains begin to take in information, they're also taking in the context of that information, where we learned it, how we learned it, how we felt when we first learned it, and so on. And because no two experiences are exactly alike, no two perceptions are exactly alike either. That's not to say two people can't share common interests or feel the same way about something. It's that the way those preferences took shape in our minds likely unfolded a little bit differently. If we were to trace an opinion or an idea or a sentiment back to its inciting incident in someone's life, it would stem from a different experience. And all the subsequent experiences that helped to color that stance in our minds would likely be a little bit different too. Here's an extreme example to demonstrate that point. We're both standing in a forest. We're taking in the light as it glows through the canopy above us. We hear a stream running nearby. We inhale the fresh air and we both experience joy. You may be experiencing joy because this place feels like an adventure. It subconsciously reminds you of the book Where the Wild Things Are. It's thrilling. I might be experiencing joy because this place reminds me of hiking with my father as a child. It feels like freedom and bonding. Again, this is an extreme example. People's experiences can be more similar than that. But even if both people experience joy because the forest reminds them of hiking with their father, even if they shared a father, even if they all hiked the same forest together, their perception of those hikes would still vary slightly. One person's mind would pay slightly closer attention to certain things 
while the other person's mind would look more closely at others. One person might attach to hearing their father use the word love, while the other paid closer attention to his stories of hunting as a child. It's why the same word can mean totally different things to two different people. Our perception is like a filter made from all of our experiences. Anytime we see or hear something, it's running through those filters before it ever reaches our awareness. And when we come to a conclusion, even subconsciously, we're reinforcing those filters. While those filters are incredibly useful in some cases, they can also be incredibly harmful in others. Because while those filters can attach positive meaning to things, they can also attach negative meaning to things. Of course, it's important that we attach negative meaning to some things, harmful things, truly dangerous things. But how often do we allow our minds to take the wheel and decide that something is bad or wrong just because that's the predisposition unfolding in our subconscious? In fact, these old filters can paint our entire world in a negative light. Awareness allows us to reintroduce ideas to our consciousness rather than remain stuck in the same old negative, hyper-judgmental thought loop. With practice, we can change out those old filters for something positive. Thanks so much for joining us here on Grateful Grains. You can find us on Instagram at GoodRisings, or you can find me at B. McMuffin. We'll be back again tomorrow for day two of our week on being human. Until then, remember, a better tomorrow starts with today. Good Risings is presented by Cavalry Audio.